Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! We have a very, very special Midweek War for you this week. I am Mad Mike. You know who I am. If you're listening to this, you don't give a fuck because you know who else we got here. First, we got the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? Hello, Mad Mike. Very, <laughs> I say this every week, but very excited to talk about Lucha Underground this week. Yeah, I think we all are. And also with us is our friend in the mainstream media, Matt Carlins. How are you? I'm so excited. I want to drink out of this coffee mug right now. Mm, so good. Mm, Lucha coffee. And our very special guest, the co-executive producer of Lucha Underground, El Hijo del Cueto himself, Krista Joseph. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. How are you guys? Oh, Thank you so for having exciting. me back. I'm, I am super excited to be on the Midweek War. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming back. We are super excited to have you here. Now, um, it's Ultima Lucha 2, Parte 2, but we're still going to do pretty much what we always do. So, Eamon, qual es tu palabra para Lucha Underground? Uh, I think it's safe to say that my word for this week of Lucha Underground is death. That's fair. Uh, That's which, fair. like many things in Lucha Underground, has more than one meaning this episode, but we'll get to that. Alrighty. Uh, Matt Carlin's Qualis to Palabra. Uh, murder. <laughs> How's that? My, one of my favorite things about Lucha Underground. Um, was it a murder most foul? It was just murder. It's fine. <laughs> it's just I don't quantify it. Anyway, I can get my murder is good for me, so. Yeah. Alright. And um, uh, Elijo del Cueto, Qualis to Palabra. Oh gosh! You, everybody went that route of murder and death. I guess I'll go with shattered, shattered. Oh, nice. shattered. All right, all right. Um, well, me palabra is clearly extermination, <laughs> and I and that also means something completely different than what you guys are talking about. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ultima Lucha this week we had the big gift of the gods match. We had the big death match and a few other things here and there that mm. we'll get to. Um, but Amen. Qual is too bueno this week? Uh, my gift for this week, uh, for me, goes to that uh, Gift of the Gods championship match. Uh, that was really fun. A uh, lot of really fun stuff in this. I mentioned it on Twitter, but I think, uh, it, to me, the thing that sums up that match is a lot of really great action, which I think a lot of those kind of matches really have produced for Lucha Underground. And also a great culmination to a story that lasted this whole season, uh, and, and that was very cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that that was kind of where my word came in. Where Sexy Star was put up against both Moth siblings, that was awesome. It was really, really well done. All right, uh, Matt, qual es tu bueno? Uh, I'm gonna keep it really specific this week because uh, I'm gonna give everyone else a uh, little room to explore. And I just wanted to say my good this week is uh, Mil Muertes rocking the house, Mike, on top of the uh, band stage <laughs> <laughs> death match, and just like. It looked like they were about to, like, everyone kind of backed off for a second, 
and it looked like for a split second, I was my brain was thinking like, is a musical gonna break out here? Is this gonna like turn into a, like, it, it almost looked like he was going to pull a Marty McFly and say, all right, hit the blues riff and B, follow me for yeah. the changes and try to keep up, all right? Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, uh, well, my bueno is Nightclaw. Uh, yeah. Fucking Nightclaw. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I don't know if it's T'Challa. I don't know if Wakanda has luchadors. He's really, really good. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Nightclaw immediately. My first child will be named Nightclaw. Uh, that's how it's just going to happen. Um, but yeah, he was really awesome. And I was disappointed he didn't win Gifted Gods, but then Sexy won, and I was okay with it. Um, so, uh, Chris, qual is too bueno this week? Uh, my bueno, I guess. Gosh, you guys took everyone that I was going to say. But I will <laughs> say, my bueno is... Someone who wasn't victorious in the Gift of the Gods match, but I thought gave quite the performance, and that is Marty the Moth Martinez is my yes. winner. Yeah, he this whole season he's been so much fun. He's yeah, he he is uh, he stepped up his game big time, and uh, the character has has really uh, developed into something uh, spectacular and fun. When he uh, got knocked out to the ring and landed right by Melissa Santos, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good! Like he, like he got up, he's like, "Oh, okay, this isn't bad." <laughs> <laughs> also, when Melissa uh, was doing the in-ring introductions, I my favorite thing about one of my favorite things about Lucha Underground is how, like, Melissa Santos is involved in the storylines. It's very minimal, but she is involved. Like you can tell when she doesn't like the person she's introducing. Yeah. It's, it's really, really subtle, but really, really well done. She definitely doesn't like Marty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think Marty... Now, I don't want, you know... I think Marty has a little bit of a crush on her. Just a, a smidge. Maybe. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> maybe just a little bit. Maybe just a tad. I, I hope he ha I hope he made her a whole mixtape of songs, and they all have to do with the word light. He did make her so he did make her something, but you'll have to see that later. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Right. Oh god! The spoilers have already started. Thing begins. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um. Well, on that note, um, we'll go in reverse order this time. Chris, um, ¿cuál es tu bueno, uh, malo for this week? Oh, gosh. My bad is police work. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> Terrible police work. <laughs> I mean, man, that, they really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when you have a cop who's constantly uh, with lollipops during an interrogation scene, you know, he may not. it's not exactly Merton Riggs we're talking about here. Chris, I'm curious, in your yeah. opinion, who who is the worst cop? Joey Ryan or Cortez Castro? Gosh, I don't know. Um probably Joey Ryan, I think, because he, he doesn't always follow protocol, it seems. And but uh I think uh, Cortez is in a bad spot, you know. He he's kind of forced into he was kind of forced to, to put himself in that situation. So I I would say Joey's the worst of the two. But I think they're both Mediocre police officers. <laughs> so a real bad cop, bad cop situation. Yeah. <laughs> terrible cop, terrible cop. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. And oh, just 
Like, Cisco didn't even have a chance. He, he, uh, Cisco didn't do himself any favors. Let's let's be clear about that. Hey, all right? hey, hey, Dario, would you wanna you wanna you know team up a plan or something? <laughs> hey, boss. Hey, boss. You got a plan? Why are you? All no, we haven't talked. Hey, no, no reason. Do some crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love how Dario immediately assumes he's wearing a wire. Immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, Dario's not cool. He's been around the block, you know. <laughs> We're boys, boys. Although I, I would have, I would have loved. It. it was like, are you a cop? You have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so Matt, Qualis to Malo this week. Well, I don't want to be too hard on uh, the show here with uh, Oeho in our fire presence, away. but fire away, fire away. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, you know what? Nightclub was pretty cool, but like. I kind of feel bad for him. He's he's getting. He, I, I felt like 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 he got dropped into this match, and and I was ready for like him to either go all the way or be like almost the last guy, or if not, maybe the absolute reverse. He would turn out to just be an absolute goober and would just get beaten right off the right off the first step. But instead, he gets like halfway through the match. He shows you all this awesome stuff, all these awesome moves, and then about what two or three guys in, he gets uh himself eliminated, and I am going to assume that this is not the last we've seen of Nightclub, but um, maybe not being actively bad, but to me it was a curious introduction. But, obviously it won over Mike and Eamon, so it couldn't have been all bad. I would say, yeah. I, I, well, because me and Mike's assumptions, and I agreed with Mike's like theory of what was going to happen with Nightclub, was that it could be somebody mass trying to weasel their way in, like a Chavo Guerrero. Um, yeah. I was very happy that it wasn't, because this guy delivered 110 percent, um, and yeah, I, I like the addition of new characters into Lucha Underground, and and at the end, it just made me excited to see what he'll do in season three, um, because if that was his performance his first night in, like, you know, holy crap! Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think um, I was kind of like set up for like maybe my own expectations kind of played against me a little bit, but yeah, Mad Mike planted the seed of him being a masked somebody else, and I was like, oh, my goodness, that would be amazing. But Honestly, during the match, I saw him do, like, the standing Spanish fly. I'm like, eh, that's a giant mundo move, but those aren't the abs of giant mundo. <laughs> that's not the 13-pack that giant mundo has. I know it's an odd number, but somehow he pulls it off. Nightclaw yeah, wasn't, take, wasn't taking everyone to slam town. No. <laughs> When 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 Nightclaw came out and he clearly was not Chavo de Guerrero underneath a mask, I was kind of like, ah. <laughs> but sorry, it's all right. But I don't think Chavo was doing the moonsault you know, off the top of the office. I would say I think Nightclaw did pretty well considering most people lose ought to lose right away in their first match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he. At least he, he had a couple was, eliminations. Yeah, he had the first two yeah. eliminations. So I'm like, oh my god, he might run the table. Like and, I, I thought that for a little bit because it would have made sense. And and you guys do a really good thing that I enjoy, which is like when you bring somebody in, they don't automatically have to win their first match in. Uh, that happened with like PJ Black this season. I know it happened with Daga, but they still have become pretty crucial parts of the show. Well, and, and unless really you're Dr. Them. Wagner Jr., then you have to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then that Dr. Wagner Jr. Come on, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Eamon, Qualis Tumalo this week. Uh, my model this week is that everyone I love dies. Oh, no. <laughs> are you, wait, are you saying that Krista Joseph is the Lucha George R.R. R. Martin? I, I don't want to go that far. But, 
<laughs> but I, I really like. I, I think I mentioned it a couple, you know, times on this show. I was starting to really love Mr. Cisco, like especially in ring. Like he was getting to that another level, and like now he's dead. I'm so sad. Um, but that's awesome, though, because uh, you know, I, I you know, a, a fictional character has died, and I'm sad about it. So that can't be bad. Amen, Amen. Lucha is just teaching you not to love again. Yes, <laughs> it's just teaching you not to love. <laughs> Don't uh, believe in love whenever Dario Cueto's involved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, my Malo this week. Um. I'm going to take the English uh, word for Malo and say bad medicine. <laughs> <laughs> because um, right when Matt Striker is running down the rest of the card for the next show, um. He started to ask Vampiro about what's going on with the title match, and we saw all those meds get thrown out. <laughs> and holy shit, what is that going to mean for next week? <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know well, if that's going to be But we've talked about earlier in the season about times where we suspected that perhaps Vamp was off his meds. So maybe it's a good time for a little clarification on whether... Vamp, has Vamp ever, like, in your mind, been off of his meds during this season, Chris? Or I believe at times he has been. Because okay. um, he's been a little erratic at times. He's been different at I different points you've seen, this season. I, I, you've seen Vamp, and then you've seen you've seen the we've seen, we've seen Ian, and we've seen Vamp. Yeah, so you've, <laughs> you've seen the two people, so I think that he has been... Like, when he, when he has the s and uh, torture chamber. Yes, exactly. <laughs> maybe not permanently, but I think yeah. he dabbled in forgetting to take one for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> We've all been there, right? Yes. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really curious as to see where that's gonna go for next week, because... If uh, Pentagon has his master by his side, it's going to be... Like, I, I kind of want that match to turn into a Saramiodo match. Like, I know we haven't heard any inkling about that yet, and it seems like a standard one-on-one -on -one match, but I never put anything past Aria Cueta. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't at this point. Um, but, uh, alright, so let's move on to uh, our uh, combio. Eamon, what will be your combio this week? What would I change? Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> uh, God, I I really don't know. Maybe more. I think we get two hours next week, which is amazing. Um, but I don't know. I I I I love this episode so much that it, it's it's a good thing to say. Like, oh, I you know I want more out of this. Um, but yeah, it, it was. That's my closest thing to change. I just want more Mija. I want more. And more and more. I wasn't ready to. <laughs> after, after Dario smashed that bull over and just that, I wasn't ready for it to end. No, yeah, definitely. I, I, I need to know where the Dario story is going because <laughs> now he just has a dead body in his office. <laughs> like, God forbid, another match spills into the office and someone just trips over Mr. Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was just. That was, uh, I know you're laughing because you know what we're gonna see next. Week. Yeah, I do. And you, are not, you are not giving an inch. You are not giving an inch, sir. But you will see what happens. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, did you um? Did you hear Matt's before we get to the rest of our combios? Um, 
Matt's theory on the police raid at the end of the no. season? I oh, been, Matt, Matt, please. I might, I might have been in Mexico during that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt, please go into that a little bit before we get hit the rest of our combias. Um, all right, well, okay. This just kind of popped up from my own imagination um, that we were talking about how um, how the match between Pentagon Jr. and, and Matanza may come to an end and the sense that in our gut that maybe Pentagon would not be able to defeat Matanza, but maybe he would get close. And my theory that I threw out is that is that the combination of the backstage undercover police stuff would would come to a head, and and perhaps as in the moment when Pentagon has Matanza down and is ready to break the arm and win the championship, um, suddenly the entire temple is raided by the LAPD and, like, the police cars come driving in and Joey Ryan does, like, a Dukes of Hazard slide across the hood of a squad car and they all pull out their badges and they basically arrest everyone and they take the entire audience into custody and they arrest everybody and everyone just kind of throws their hands in the air and they run for it and, I don't know, maybe a couple guys get away. Um, and this apparently uh, blew Mike's mind and I felt bad about it. That it, sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> it, it blew my mind wide open because I'm picturing like some guys on the run from the loss, like people, odd people get pe- get matched up in the back of squad cars. Like, uh, I, I, my mind yeah. ran away. Matt Stryker goes to jail. I mean, like crazy stuff. Like, it's <laughs> a really like, large. He's like being thrown in the know, car. He's partner. like, but I'm yeah. a teacher. Like he's getting his yeah, head jumped in. Like Fairly dangerous park stuff. Anyway. All right, so um, Matt, Qualis to Cambio this week. Um, okay, um, just a little change because no show is perfect, um, except for Lucha Underground. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I I felt like um, I wanted like an extra layer of rules to the death match. I I just wanted like, I you know, you wanted someone to be killed. Like I I wanted that like I guess and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like traditionally during like a death match. The traditional death match is like a ten count or something like that. Well, um, the Texas after you go, with the Texas death match, right? I don't know how the Boyle Heights death match works, but you know. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, it almost felt like whenever the pin happened, that um, it, yeah, clearly the match was was over. Uh, clearly, we had a decisive winner, but I, I don't know. It just felt like there needed to be like one more like stamp of like win and then like win. I don't know, count to five. I don't know, something like that. It sounds silly, but. Um, I felt like I needed my death reinforced just a little bit more at the end of the match. <laughs> you need more death. Awesome you need I more mean, death. Really, I really am into the death, you know, on the on the Lucha Underground. And uh, once they start killing people off, I, it gets, you know, I just want more. You know, let's just kill some more. Let's kill some more characters, Chris. Can we do that? <laughs> just off oh, yeah. two or three oh, definitely. Can we can totally do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, just for anyone, if Chris writes you off, um, at mainstream Matt, blame him entirely. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. Chris will create another character who is your twin brother or sister and bring you back in a few weeks. So you'll be fine. Yep. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Let's see. My... Uh, I don't know if I really have a change for this week. I I would have said maybe Nightclaw should win, but Sexy Star beating the Moss was just perfect. Um, oh, actually, uh, here, here's a... You need more tables under the ring at Lucha Underground. Because I don't think... 
I don't think Mill powerbombing Cuerno through all of those was quite enough. But uh, there was one thing. I wanted um, more of a fall from the stage so that Mil Muertes and King Cuerno could have literally reenacted The Lion King. I was going to say, I really like the <laughs> gif that Mike said. Yeah, I I, I, put, I posted a gif last night with uh, Scar throwing Mufasa off the uh, the cliff and saying, Long live the king. Because <laughs> I'm like, that works a little too well. A little, I, little I tell you too what, well. I, I, there was an awesome shot during that death match. Um, right after they had kind of like come down from the stage and like King Cuerno is really close to the camera and you could see like Mil Muertes coming down in the distance like all the way down the hall and almost had this like horror movie kind of vibe where like you could see like the monsters coming and then you're like hey, run run he's right behind you you know <laughs> just like this awesome visual as he just like get closer and closer very cool. Yeah, I, I like that we're ba- that we're back to where we were in season one with uh, Mil Muertes coming down the steps and like that because that's where his throne of death was. Mm-hmm. I love that we got back to that a little bit. Um, but Chris, now you were heavily involved in this episode. If you had to change something, what would that have been? Mm. Gosh. Um. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I really, it's tough for me to say that, that I would change anything. I probably should, but I don't want to. Um, <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, maybe not even like as a, as the producer, but like as a fan. I, was there I, I, guess, I guess as a fan, if I think if I could make that last finishing sequence with the final three of, uh, of, the, of the seven way a little bit faster, and, and I, I don't know, this is a little more fluid to me. I think it might have played a little bit better than, than it did. I guess if I could go back and redo that portion, maybe. Maybe just a little bit, but I thought everybody did a great job, so I hate to say something like that, you know? Yeah. I really love that facial particularly personally. Like the, just the build-up to, like, like and, and some of the facials that Sexy was pulling and Marty, like, I think that really kind of lended to it. But, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, the, and the fact that Marty was actually the one that took Mariposa out was awesome. Yeah. And it's cool because it's a you know it's a year long story that finally came and, and wrapped itself up there. So I thought that was good. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, now uh, traditionally we we rank the shows, and this week I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's difficult because we did have a pretty awesome match on NXT, and the other show happened. Impact was well, it was impact. Ooh. Uh but um. Eamon, where would you rank Lucha Underground this week? Ultima Lucha Dos, Parte Dos. Uh, Ultima Lucha Dos, to me, was number one this week. Not just saying it because Chris is here, but because I truly believe it. Um, I, 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 we'll probably get more into on the other shows. I liked NXT this week. I really loved the match they had this week. But uh, just as an overall show, I really Lucha Underground, I think, took me on more of a ride uh, throughout. Um, and I really, really enjoy it. And I'm so excited for next week. Uh, and... and <laughs> Very popped. All right, uh, Matt. How about you? Uh, I I was kind of like Eamon. I was kind of wondering which way I was going to go. I was questioning whether I would actually have to say to Chris's face that Lucha wasn't number one this week. <laughs> but then that final scene happened with Dario and Mister Cisco, and I'm like, nope, that's number one. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, for I me, mean, Lucha. Like, uh, he's standing there. He's stroking the bowl. All right. 
And I'm just sitting there wondering, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happened. <laughs> yep. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, Lucha's is, is number one for me. Um, it, it's funny. We're, we're ranking a two-match show and a one-match show above probably a five- or six-match show. <laughs> yeah, with an extra hour. Yeah, with an extra hour, which is it's pretty amazing. But uh, Lucha was so good. And Sexy Star, her arc this season was fantastic. Like, from being kidnapped last year by Mario the Moth to overcoming Marty and her sister and his sister by herself and to become the first female Gift of the Gods champion. The first female, well, no, Ivelisse was uh, Trio's champion. But the first female Gift of the Gods, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Really, really well done. And, of course, we all love it when people die. <laughs> we all love it when people die. I mean, let's, let's not mince words here. It's so much fun. And, you know, it just doesn't pay to be a member of the crew, so I would watch out if I was Cortez Castro. <laughs> Doesn't pay. Um, so, Chris, uh, just out of curiosity, where would you rank Lucha this week? <laughs> well, I'm not willing to give away my other rankings just yet because oh, I surprise you guys. Um, I am going to rank Lucha numero uno. <laughs> Mur- murder just takes us to a whole nother level. So I, I agree. Sure. Murder is greater than deletion. Uh, yes. We'll, we'll actually get into that later. I, oh, I we sure that. as hell will. Uh, all right, uh, but Chris, while we have you here and while we're talking about Lucha, yeah. I did I did want to ask you something about last week's that seemed off. Okay. Um, um, the final match between Son of Havoc and the Mac. Yeah. Uh, it was announced as a Falls Count Anywhere match, but it seemed like there was kind of like a weird thing that happened there. Was there something like... Was the match originally longer or something like that? Or yes, okay. the match was a lot, 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 <laughs> lot, 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 lot longer. <laughs> I heard, I heard somewhere there was originally a two out of three falls match. That is correct. It was, it was, it was oh, match. and uh, yeah, it went pretty long, and okay. uh, we had to choose, pick and choose what we wanted to do. So. Uh, that was a solution that was come up with to try to tell the same story with the same outcome. Okay, all right. I just want because yeah, because it seemed like there was kind of a weird ADR line for Dario, and I'm like, but they didn't really do any falls count anywhere stuff. But it's two Technicos, so they didn't really have to do too much. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was still great. It was just like it. It seemed like it came a little too quick. Um, once I heard um, that online, there was two out of three falls. I'm like, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I think, I, I think we were about like 25 minutes heavy on that show. So it was. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Is there any chance we might get to see like the full two out of three falls in the future or no? No. Okay. <laughs> I know you guys like do YouTube exclusive stuff sometimes, so I was just. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess maybe there's the possibility of it, depending, but. Uh, or like it, or like when you release on if if it goes to iTunes like season uh, one did, maybe like the full extended version. Yeah, I think that 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 also costs money and things like that. So. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, I also think the story was told that way, so that's the way the story will will stay. You know. All right. Um. Oh, it it appears we have a special guest with us. <laughs> hey! Nice to see you too. Oh man! Uh, well, direct from the uh, 
deepest, darkest parts of his mind, I guess you could say. Uh, the one know. What are you talking about? The one and only Vampiro is here. What up, y'all? How are you, Vamp? Hey, you're you're drinking too. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, um, uh, Vampiro, um, are are you currently on medication? <laughs> I feel like it needs to be asked. Why would you ask me that? Well, we saw you pour out a whole bunch of pills on uh, Ultima Lucha this week. Um, can you see that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Still taking medication. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on on the show. Um, uh, how how did you enjoy Ultima Lucha uh, this week? Hey, DJ, what's up, man? Hey, man. What up, man? How the fuck does this thing work? What's going on? What is this fucking thing? We're we're just talking a little bit of Ultima Lucha. Um, I'm Ooh, Mad Mike. There's only four of us. Uh, how many, what the fuck's going on? How's this oh, work? We're str- we're streaming out live. We're streaming out live. We're gonna be a podcast and everything. Okay. So like, there's a lot of people listening to this and that. What? Uh, we got a good amount. Good amount yeah. here. How many? Uh, I actually have the link. One second. I got let me see. Sky's the limit now that you're on. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I probably brought in like one or two extra people, but you're probably bringing in a lot more, Bam. That's true. Oh yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Uh, I I think um, I, when we were doing the show, it was an interesting thing. Be and and it's weird. I, I'm sure other people would say. I mean, how serious is this this show we're doing right now, DJ? Oh, we're we're not serious at all. We just don't do spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um. It was awesome. Me, I remember sitting at the desk and I, we were, I was doing my thing with Matt Stryker and 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 we. I remember preparing for the show during the day, but I remember watching it live and I was thinking to myself, from where we were the year before, and I was saying and I said this to a few people. I wonder how we're gonna outdo this because it was pretty much the best thing that I've ever seen up to that moment. Um, and it was just an incredible experience to be to be a part of it live, you know, being calling it behind the desk and having like a front row seat and being right where the people were. I was pretty envious because I think even in my peak when I was in the ring, I could have never even done something half as good as that show. It, it was pretty good. It was it was crazy. The athleticism, the production, the whole deal, man. It was fucking awesome. Well, I mean, you you had that Saramiento match. So you're no slouch yourself, sir. <laughs> that Saramiento match was insane. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, 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 thank you for saying that. I, I'm I'm just a, a a part of the team, right? And um, I still have a little bit in me, and my my style is a little bit different. And it's you know, it has it's been a while since somebody who who has done that. But in saying that, it certainly opened the gates for a lot of other things, right? And people are kind of and now that you, now that people know that they can do that kind of stuff still or whatever if they find it in them, it's 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 certainly coming. And I can't even put myself in the same on the same um, 
plain as those athletes that we have in Lucha Underground. There's something else, man. It's just another trip. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, so I have to say, when we, I remember when we first started watching Ultima Lucha, um, your and Stryker's commentary was a little bit, um, it seemed like you guys took a little bit getting your footing. But I have to say, I think I can speak for the majority of us here. You guys have really, really gelled together nicely on commentary. You, um, you guys are like a pleasure to listen to. Oh, cool. Well, thank you for saying that. Um, I, I've had a lot of coaching. You know, Christy Joseph, for uh, I don't know, not just because he's here, DJ, had a lot of faith in me, and he guided me, and he gave me the confidence and, and the trust to be able to explore that part of me. I, I didn't have that training. And honestly, Matt Stryker is such a pro. He's patient. He he's he's caring. He's loving. He does his his thing, and he and he, he pretty much held my hand and walked me through it. Uh, so just being around two guys like that, for example, has made me a better person and made me to be able to do my job better. Plus, I love what I'm doing, and I'm learning as I'm going along. And um, I I think I'm getting better. I'm I'm more comfortable with it now. But I've had great people coaching me. So yeah, it's 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 it's. I never expected this um, to be in this position. It's just great to do it. So I'm just happy to be on the team, you know? Uh, because both, to me, both you and Stryker, but particularly you, I feel, uh, really aid to the environment of Lucha Underground. Um, uh, really what? <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in, in kind of the sense, I, I think back to um, one of my favorite moments of uh, last season of Lucha Underground was the uh, Angelico stage dive. Uh, and and I think one of the things that kind of cemented us that moment was you leaving the commentary table to join the fans who are losing their minds. And it really, I think, some, is something that aided to the whole feel and the whole excitement that that uh, that that moment created, so to speak. Um, do you? What do you say? I guess your kind of style is with your commentary, uh, uh, and maybe what is like you said, what is maybe Matt t taught you, or what have you kind of learned along the way. I mean, I think, like, I kind of approached it kind of like, um, who, who would make me want to watch wrestling? Mm. So I, I, I thought to myself, the show is so produced. What I, what I mean by that is it's so, it's so fucking A1. You know what I mean? We've got the best crew in Hollywood working on our show. The in-ring performances are... are Next level stuff. I think in 20 years, the, the, the next generation of kids are going to be copying what we're doing right now. Um, Matt Stryker is phenomenal. So I thought to myself, how, how am I going to fit in here? And I, and I said, well, I won't study. I won't read anything. And I'll just kind of be, be raw when I go into it so that I'm just picking it up as we're doing it. And I thought to myself, that will be the the black sheep, so to speak, of the family. That'll be the thing that's gonna make it so obscure. Is I'm so raw. I don't know what the hell's going on half the time, and that's what because I'm a fan. So I'm actually like one of the dudes in the front row or wherever calling the show with Matt, and I think that's kind of what makes it so exciting. I I'm not sure how much I can say, and I, I mean, DJ stop me if I'm if I'm crossing the line. But there are certain okay. things that happen. That I'm, 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 I used to be a goaltender and I'm a musician, so I'm seeing all these things like a band leader. And I'm when, when, when Matt 
has this energy in his voice, and there's something so important going on in the ring, and I see it about to happen, and I feel him going into his zone, but I see the people aren't there yet. I jump up off of the desk, and I sort of cheerlead or do things, or I become part of the act, because the people at home need to understand and, and feel what Matt is saying at that moment. And if he's out of his mind and something is so crucial to the story and the fans are reacting, the people at home aren't going to get that that vibe. You see what I'm saying? So I mm -hmm. jump up or I do this and that kind of to help accent Matt's commentary so the people at home understand what just happened was important. I don't know if you understand what I'm getting at. No, totally. kinda, oh, yeah. No, we get I mean, the, the camera crews at Lucha are also so good to help capture those moments. Like... Like something simple when um, Daga sees that his medallion has the cobra on it, or like Marty grabbing the um, the uh, dog tag. Dog tags. Yeah, like just stuff like that. They're very good at capturing that, and like definitely when we see it at home, we we know what's going on. We pick up on it. <laughs> and I love that you mentioned how you kind of go in blind, almost in a sense, because we've mentioned before that one of our favorite things about. Uh, Lucha Underground and its commentary is because of the way the backstage scenes are shot. It's shot in a way where the commentary doesn't see them happening because uh, it fits with how the how the show is produced. Uh, and I really love that you kind of, like you mentioned, kind of go in with a, sort of a clean slate and kind of react to what you're seeing. Uh, and I think that really, like you said, I think it really aids to the vibe that you're putting out. Um, I appreciate what you saying that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what do you think was your... Uh, uh, favorite moment from season two so far? When they told me we're going to have a fucking season three. <laughs> <laughs> That's always nice. To be fair, I, I think if we if that that probably all be our favorite moments too. <laughs> oh yeah, that was mine too. Well, Vamp, th this is Matt. Um, let me jump in and say, how hard was it waiting between season between the end of season one and getting the official word for season two. Um, maybe a little bit of uncertainty and what was that like uh, waiting that out? It was it was a little bit tough when you're a creative person and you see something so well and and, and you make friends. DJ is not one of my closest friends. When you work with people that you love and you have this creative connection with you want to keep doing the work because you don't really get those experiences uh, too much in the wrestling business where you actually become very close with people. So when you're close with somebody and you're on the same page, the ball is rolling, and it's, you just have that that energy of the of the success. When I say success, what I mean is the product is rocking, and you're a part of that. You're writing it. You're, you're you're giving your two cents there. You're asking for help. You're sharing. You're giving. You're sacrificing. When you're in that mode, man, it's such a God-given gift. You know, it's beautiful. So when you gotta go for a few months without being able to produce and be in that creative zone with your friends and family, it's, you suffer as a creative artist. Did it freak me out or fuck me up? Because are we uncertain? Is it gonna happen? Not really. We all kind of knew it was going to happen, but it was just hard because we were so hungry and we were so close. We, we, we did the season one, and we knew it bolts. We had to tighten. We knew we knew how to trim some stuff off to make it really hot. So just that, that moment of waiting around, that, that, that was kind of the, the, the drag because 
we just wanted to go, man. So, you know, we were all kind of bugging each other and driving each other nuts mm -hmm. on the phone and all that kind of stuff and trying to kill time in between. But fucking hell, man. Thank God that I'm an alcoholic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot easier. Well, you know, not an alcoholic. I use alcohol. How's that? Yeah, it's a, no, that, that works. That works. We yeah. all do. It's it's totally cool. Um, how much fun was it to shoot that psychiatrist scene in the beginning of the season, where you just literally got to rip someone's throat out before it was uh before it was a like revealed as a dream sequence? I was so surprised that they gave me that opportunity. I changed my career. It's it put me back on a different level. Uh, it was insanely fun because the person that I worked with, the this the the crew who does the vignettes, they're 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 beyond talented. You can see that I don't even have the right verbiage at this moment to, to say how good they are. But I get around, I get along very well with the head guy Skip. Um, he's a martial arts freak and a Bruce Lee freak and all that kind of stuff. So we have that communication. But the guy who was the doctor, Anthony. Um, he just guided me as an actor because he's an experienced actor. So to have that experience, to have somebody teach you and it comes off great, it was awesome. How much fun was it hitting those guys and, and all that kind of stuff? I mean, it was great. It was cool because it's a learning experience. As a producer, you see how to position yourself and learn the cameras. The fun that I had was um, taking some pain pills before because I had a little bit of sore back and all that kind of stuff. So I was kind of like fucked up, you know, and flying and I was having fun. Um, but the, one of the actors, he was all buffed up, and he was all, you know, I'm a stuntman, and this and that. And I was like, oh, cool, great. And he says, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll make sure I don't hurt you, old man, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. So he was <laughs> the first time, and I fucking hit that guy so goddamn hard, it almost knocked the wall down. It was funny as fuck. I didn't expect it, right? But I knocked him out, and it was kind of like, eat a bowl of dicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. You know, what do you want me to say? So, the, Lucha Underground has given me these op opportunities to learn how to be like an actor and say lines and do all these things. It's phenomenal because they're teaching me, and I actually am pulling it off. So it was fun. Yeah. Right. Some of the, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Matt. I was just gonna ask. Since we're talking about actors, we should jump in and ask you this about. This is fucking uh, DJ's interview. What are you guys doing talking? <laughs> <to> you? <laughs> well, you know what? Conference. <laughs> Chris can answer this one too because I'm curious what he thinks too, because both you guys know wrestling so much so well and I'm just thinking about Dario Cueto the actor who comes in from the outside and I was just going to ask you about kind of how as a wrestler someone who's been in the wrestling for so long what you've thought about Dario's progression from where he was when he started and kind of where he is right now as we sit here on the uh, cusp of the final part of uh, season three. Well, I'll start with that, and I, I mean, I, I will say this. From the first moment that uh, Luis, who plays Dario, auditioned for us, uh, every time he came back, he kept getting better and better and better and becoming this character. Uh, so much so that I think he's just become a master of the character. He's a great performer. I think he elevates everybody else's performances. Um, because when you go into the office with Dario Cueto... You aren't in the office with Luis. You're in the office with Dario Cueto. And it's really kind of weird and, and, and scary, but it's awesome at the same time. And um, 
I think he's had to learn some things about the way we do things in the wrestling world, necessarily. But uh, I think he's picked it up just fine and has adapted uh, wonderfully. He's, he's an amazing performer, and what an awesome character. Bamp? What? Uh, all right. <laughs> what, what? Oh, there, there are not... A, to become a professional wrestler, it's a lifetime commitment. No matter how many schools you go to and indie shows you do and whatever and whose uncle you was was famous or whatever, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get it. You're going to have that little thing that clicks and makes you a successful person in sports entertainment. Luis came to the game with no experience in pro wrestling, not even as a fan. And from when he started to where he is now, I don't think there's any difference because his talent is phenomenal. The guy is Dario Cueto. The only thing that's happened is he's learned the, the character better for himself. You know what I mean? The guy is a natural. He's, he's awesome. And, and he's, he's a small person. He's very tiny. He's very thin. But he's so imposing when he has that look in his eyes. You're not talking to Luis. When he, like Chris said, he is Dario Cueto. And he lives it. He, he's such a pro that all the guys in the ring learn from him. He, he's so good. He's too good. The only problem that he has is, is he gets a little fucking uh, excited and he improvises at the wrong time. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we all do that. And, and I that think we... I think it's been awesome. the church, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's been really cool, especially to see him this year, because um, uh, we've seen him obviously do a lot of the backstage segments, uh, where it's more of that acting role that he's kind of you know known for, um, but he's got to be a manager now more with Matanza, and I it, it's it's cool to see him sort of in that realm and, and to, to what I think a lot of us have seen like it look he looks comfortable in that role he looks you know he he's doesn't not look afraid to get his hands dirty yeah like he he's not afraid to like mix it in there because I remember when uh, they had the match with um with uh, Mil Muertes. And Mill manhandled him a little bit. We were like, oh, okay, he's really going in for it. So, <laughs> it was yeah. Just surprising, yeah. Yeah, well, look, man, the reason that this is all happening, because Lucha Underground was such an innovation and a, and a little mini revolution within our industry. When we all kind of first got together, it was kind of like, what the fuck's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? We have uh, all these major players and everybody is so creative and the team just clicked from day one. When you get a company like that and you and it's in its beginning stages and you have the freedom to be able to run with the ball, I mean, everybody who came to the table in the beginning was pretty much trusted with their ability. Luis was one of those guys, he was kind of like, hey man, you need to knock this out of Yankee Stadium. You don't need to hit a home run. You need to knock the ball out of Yankee Stadium. Not Dodger Stadium. I said Yankee Stadium. We need you to put this place on the map tonight. First swing. I don't give a fuck what happens. It's got to go down. And he did that. He put so much flavor into this because he was given... Look at the pressure. You have to be the guy who speaks. You're the guy, even with your fucked up accent and the way that you can't speak very well on some things, and you get kind of goofy and you forget where you're at, you're the guy. You're the first voice that the fans are going to hear. 
it's do or fucking die. And he took that pressure and that ball, and he and he scored it. He did it. There's no other way to say it except that he did it. Like it or not, that's what happened. All right. Well, uh, I think um, we gotta we gotta take this home a little bit. But um, okay. We so walk. we don't we well. <laughs> this bullshit Gmail. I had to give up my PlayStation time. Took me a half an hour to get this motherfucker going. Now you guys are gonna wind it down. Fuck you. Stay on the fucking thing for a while, man. Well, all right, all right, fam. I'll ask you another question. What do you um? What 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 else are you watching right now? Are you watching? Are you consuming any other wrestling product right now? Are you into anything else? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, no, I just... For what? No, I, I don't... No, I, I, I... Yes, no, no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm aware of things. I'm, I'm trying to condition myself to pay more attention to what's going on in the industry, but we're the top, we're the top, we're the top. You know what I mean? There's nothing those other shit companies can teach me. They're copying us, and they're fucking that up. Fucking that up. <laughs> I, I'm guessing I, you're I'm referring, guessing to, you're the referring to the final deletion. What? What? The Matt Hardy thing. The Matt Hardy thing. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, I think we have a little bit of echo here. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, he doesn't really know who Matt Hardy is. Oh, okay, that's fair. Okay, I mean. that's fair. I mean. <laughs> uh, he, he's on. He's on. He, he's, on he's on TNA. Okay. So what? So what? He he was just do, he's, he's been doing this thing where he's been acting uh, uh, really messed really up messed and up kind of very and lucha underground or anything. Just so you guys, just so you guys, you guys, off you guys. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, I well, think we're having some technical issues. But so, um, so, um, if we can get like we can get a like five word, word preview, preview of next week's of next Ultima week's Ultima Ultima from from you, Chris, from you, Chris, from you, Chris, from Um. Hmm. Now we don't want to spoil anything. We don't want to spoil anything. Just, just, uh, I mean, just uh, slow down, Chris. Chris, my what? Slow down, he said. Yeah, yeah. Match of the fucking year. That's what I'll say. How about that? That's my preview for next week's Ultimate Lucha. Okay. All okay. right. All right. <laughs> uh, how about you, Vamp? Uh, how about you, Vamp? <laughs> what? What? Of uh, a five-word uh, five preview, non-spoiler non for, for next week. week. <laughs> it's too hard, man. School is too hard, All you fucking all you fucking trying to bite off us and your ratings is going on. Pay attention next week. You might learn something. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. Um, well, um, well, thank you, Vampiro, well, thank for, you coming Vampiro for coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Fuck up. Fuck up.
No, I love that you made it for me. I was I was totally tanking, so I'm glad you showed up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, of course, thank you, Chris, for coming on, Tiff. Yeah, thank you, guys. I love hey, it. Hey, Eric is watching. Eric is watching. Yes, yeah. Hey, Eric has a question for you guys. Sure. Sure. Yep. Um, yep. He has a question for you guys. He wants to know... Um, what happened to Antonio Garza? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's been unavailable. He's been unavailable. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Oh, he misses him. Oh, uh, we uh, will we will get we him on for next week. We'll get him on for next week. <laughs> even, even if I have to get him fired from his job, from his job, he will be on. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> let, me ask you guys, let me ask you guys two questions. Questions. Sure. What would you what rather? Would you rather see bands, bands, and DJ, and DJ that is that are more prevalent, you know, band or band or something like that, like that, or these bullshit, bullshit, shit, shit, mariachi, mariachi type, type band. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, the other West thing, question, and that's fuck them all, fuck them. What about what about merchandise? Are you guys are you guys for Those are my questions. Those are my questions. Uh, I work out uh, for the tank 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 every week. Almost every week. <laughs> <laughs> what the what? fuck? Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, I uh, want to see more masks, more masks, and stuff. What about the band? What about the band? Hey, I'm back. Hey, I'm sorry, back. Sorry, sorry, for the internet sorry issues. Sorry for the internet issues. Um, we thought you were deleted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a DJ there. I think a DJ would be really a lot fun. I'm there every week. <laughs> but, a but disc but jockey, then. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, I love the mirror jockey. I think it has, it has a lot of flavor, but... Flavor, but I don't have a maybe a little musical brand if you want to try something more out there. But yeah, I try to buy as much food as I can. I want I want to see more. Like I want to see some more specific guys. Like maybe a famous feature or I'd love to see some more stuff in Killshot. Yeah, because Killshot yeah, really stepped Killshot up. Killshot really season. stepped up this season. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Everybody stepped, Everybody up, stepped it up. Especially the Especially fans the and the fans and social media. Guys, really, yeah, really, 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 really. What, you are a huge you're part of this. Part of this. Everything. Everything. You know what I mean? I hear, I hear that Eric and Wyden sending me questions. I mean, who's on the ground? They're fans. They're fans. They're around. They're you. We're in the world. We're in the world. We're in the world. We're in the world. We're in the I mean, I asked you, motherfucker, on your show. Come on your show. You know, you guys are too big to ask me. I'm in New York. I'm in New York. I, I definitely I, want, I a, definitely a, want a, a future taping. I, I live across. I, I live across. 
We did have one of our we boys, did have one of our boys on, uh, on uh, an episode of season three. Uh, Sorg was down there. Sorg was down there. Yes, he was my guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he you guys got coffee mugs. He got Lucha Underground tickets. Yeah, I think he got a very nice Yeah, uh, and he doesn't, he's one of the only people I know who is simultaneously ahead and behind on Lucha. Hey, man, hey, man. It's like a podcast. Yeah. And you're doing it like live video? Yep. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You guys think that? What was that? What was that? Yeah, Chris, I think you're echoing. Chris, I think you're echoing a little bit. Well, I'm supposed to have my door. That's why I took my headphones off. Ah, that's probably why. There we go. There we go. There we go. I think we're better. Uh, uh, so been, what'd you say, Vamp? I didn't hear you. I said off the air. Maybe you can you guys teach me how to do this? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, man. But I'm serious. Send me an email at, with your number to call yet. Oh yeah, definitely. We absolutely Vampire <laughs> Yeah, uh we'll have we'll have you on for the Lucha Underground <laughs> season three preview. You get my fucking email or not? Yeah, uh, I did, yeah we did. We did. Get I got it. Yeah, we we <laughs> ha, we have your, we have your email. Okay. <laughs> so right. yeah, that was a very great talk. Very. Uh, <laughs> maybe one of our best. Oh my god! Yeah, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Vamp. I right. did. You motherfuckers are calling it quick. Have a good night. <laughs> This is, oh, this is probably our longest. episode today. So oh, this is definitely our longest episode. Cheers, man. <laughs> what is that? What are you drinking, DJ? What is uh, that? Pacifico. You probably oh. drink way too many of these in your day. Uh, no, 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 no. Everybody, be cool, man. Thanks for inviting me on your show. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you up, very much. Fucking awesome! <laughs> Don't fucking leave me hanging. I expect an email from you guys. Oh, absolutely. Uh, as soon as as soon as we get off the air. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. Have fun. Yeah. All right, bye, thank you. All right. You just have to close the window. He'll <laughs> be okay. Don't worry. <laughs> so that was amazing. That Ooh, was phenomenal. <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling. One of a kind, man. Oh, this was a great. Yeah. This was a great present. So now, so uh, now oh, I don't feel sad. We have to talk about TNA in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think for his first time in a Google Hangout, I thought he did really well. Hell yeah! Absolutely. <laughs> was on. Yeah. He was on point. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, uh, we are going to cut it off here for Lucha Underground. Chris, is there anything else that you want to? Maybe tell us or kind of uh, any any nuggets that we can cling on to for the oh, next couple months. Oh gosh, in the next couple months, I mean, you got to watch the two-hour finale uh, this Wednesday um, coming up. Um, it is awesome. It features uh, some of the best matches uh, of the year in Lucha Underground, and uh, a lot of things will change. And uh, and um, 
our luchadors will all be set on uh, on a different course as we head into uh, season three, which I can promise you is um, even more spectacular than the first two. Is it wacky races? Is it lucha underground wacky races? I'm not gonna let you know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> that means that means it could be. That's not a no. That's not a no. <laughs> all right. Um. So, Eamon, where can the people of the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amen2Please, where I'll talk a lot about Lucha Underground and various other uh, wrestling promotions. Uh, you can also check out the wrestling promotion I'm involved with over at uh, InspireProWrestling.com. Uh, our next event is on August 14th, and at that event, you can see a certain someone who actually is on Lucha Underground every week. Uh, he's in a mask, but hey, whatever. Uh, Matt Cross, a.k.a. Son of Havoc, so be sure to check that out. Excellent. Uh, Matt, where can the people find you on the internet? At Mainstream Matt with one T. And uh, go to IndieWrestling.us. Check out my weekly Around the Indies column. Every once in a while, a guy with a mask does some flippy things, and it's really exciting. So <laughs> keep up to date with your favorite independent professional wrestlers. All right. And, uh, Chris, where can people find you on the internet if they want to try and pester you for Season 3 spoilers? Uh, you can find me at Chris Joseph um, on Twitter, and uh, you can follow always follow uh, at Lucha El Rey. And uh, go August 14th, Inspire Pro Wrestling. <laughs> not want to miss it. <laughs> Chris just gave the endorsements, and you can't say no now. <laughs> All right, and you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Also, uh, be sure I will do my damnedest to try and live-tweet Lucha Underground from San Diego Comic-Con next week. Uh, look up at Mayhem Show. Hit the hashtag MM. Ooh, it's going to be a hell of a show. All right. I uh, hashtag MMs. I love those hashtag MMs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, for Eamon, for Matt, for Krista Joseph, Elijo Del Cueto himself, and for motherfucking Vampiro, <laughs> this has been your Mid-Week Walk. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.